Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. Hey, Last Watchers, I'm here. We've got a special episode. Your intrepid host, Larry Beans Baxter. We are doing a little road trip. We are in the valley. We're in Palmer, the beautiful city of Palmer in the great state of Alaska. And uh, this is part of a little uh, road trip series that I'm doing. Uh, throughout the summer, I'm going to travel to different places around Alaska, and I'm going to do videos and podcasts in different areas of interest. Uh, some of them not necessarily Bigfoot related. Some of them just uh, uh, the are amazing. Some great places to go and see when you're in Alaska, if you want to come to Alaska. And I am probably in next to Port Chatham, what is Bigfoot Mecca of Alaska. And it's it's a relatively new establishment. And uh, I'm here with the owner and operator of the Bigfoot Art Gallery in Palmer, Alaska. Hey, how are you doing? What's and going on, Larry? I guess I should say your name, huh? Yeah, maybe. I don't <clears throat> know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> If I tell you what, if any of you have Googled images of big or Bigfoot drawings or just images of Bigfoot, I guarantee you have seen this man's work. I guarantee it. And this is none other than the amazing artist, Rob Roy Menzies. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that introduction, Beans. <laughs> well, it's just great being here. Great having you. Welcome to Palmer. Thanks, man. Yeah, I just... It's a beautiful day here. It's, uh, it's actually kind of warm. If the wind isn't blowing, so you're lucky. I know. I actually had the wind to roll down a little bit on my way into yeah, town here. It's, it was it's getting fantastic. Some nice it's, weather. It's really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's a pleasure to be here. Wow. I know. I, I wish I should have set up video. We're sitting here. We've got the the the, <laughs> the, the fires fires going. going. Yeah, We're surrounded. George, you know, surrounded yeah. by Bigfoots. Yeah. We've got we've banjo got laying at our aliens. feet. We got everything over here. Yeah. We've That's, got your. Uh, pretty much my gallery. Yeah. Everything weird is right here. And we are going to do a video. Um, we're going to do a little tour of the gallery, and that will be up. That's going to be a companion piece to the podcast. It's going to be up on YouTube. I will put a link to that in the show notes. And uh, if any of you guys make your way here to Alaska and you're in Palmer, you have to come through here. There is some amazing, one-of-a-kind Bigfoot stuff that you can only get here. Uh, until maybe Rob starts doing internet sales, which <laughs> hopefully may, will be soon. Yeah, maybe. And you know, Holy if cow. you see something on the video you like, I'm sure Rob can, uh, wheel and deal with you and oh, get absolutely. it to you. Pretty much everything's for sale here, but big George, he, he doesn't, he likes to stay here. Yeah. But, um, we're we're going to have to talk about big George, but, yeah. but first let's get, how long have you been operating the Bigfoot art gallery? here? I have owned a uh, Bigfoot art gallery for a little over a year now. And, uh, it's all started way back when. Uh, the original owner, Pam Strand, uh, it was used to be called Mad Matters, and it is it has been in Palmer for over 40 years. Uh, so it's already been established, which was good. So uh, she was getting a little old. She's getting a little like wanting to retire age. And uh, I had just gotten um, uh, laid off from my, my pretty good job with the FAA as a contractor. So I was getting bored. I, and... Uh, so I called her up one day and I said, hey, Pam, I think I want to buy your store. And she says, hey, Rob, I think I want to sell it to you. <laughs> so that's it. That's how we did it. And uh, she is still working here, which is awesome. 
uh, 40 years of, of helping customers here in Palmer. She's very smart, um, very good with colors, very good cutting mats and whatnot. So it's been a, it's been a wonderful experience here with her helping me. Um, and to be able to try to get this store to grow into something that kind of what where it's it's going. Um, although I thought I could do it in a, in a day, but it's it's taken <laughs> me more than that. But uh, but here I am. I've got this this uh, custom matting and framing store with a gallery that I have basically full of Bigfoot stuff uh, for sale. My art mainly, a lot of my art, a lot of local artists, uh, different kind of woodsy products that local artists make. Um, it's just uh, it's becoming quite quite the thing here in Palmer. So when you when you bought the gallery from Pam, I'm assuming it wasn't it wasn't the Bigfoot Art Gallery. No, it was called Mad Matters. It was okay. Mad Matters for forty years. So so tell us about like what. Tell us about why Bigfoot. Why Bigfoot Art Gallery? Well, Bigfoot is kind of was kind of my niche as an artist. Um, I've always worked uh, had a pretty good job. Um, but I've also always been into the Bigfoot thing, and we all know there's not a lot of money in Bigfoots. But it's a fascinating subject, so my my profession allowed me to spend the time I needed on the side to investigate on my own. Uh, basically, what I want to know is what these things look like. I've always wanted to know, and as a professional illustrator, um, I got the bug uh, probably in the mid-90s, and... Uh, I started drawing from eyewitnesses and just anybody I could get to that, that has any kind of credible story. Um, a lot of eyewitnesses, of course, can't, uh, they, they've never seen the face, they'd see the body. It was really hard to find people that could see the face. I was more interested in the face. Um, now I'm kind of getting into the body you know, uh, anatomy parts because I think they're built a little differently than we think. But um, anyway, so that... that Following that path, it was kind of like lighting gasoline uh, with fire. Um, there, there was a lot of blurry pictures. There was a lot of crappy photographs and whatnot. Um, and then I started producing these pretty, you know, professional illustrations, a lot of them based on eyewitnesses uh, in the beginning. And uh, it just kind of spawned into this, um, this little niche of mine. And my work was published in books. Um, television production places started calling me. They want to use my art in their TV shows and whatnot. Uh, Finding Bigfoot contacted me. They wanted me on their show, blah, blah. It was crazy. And uh, so that's kind of uh, uh, the niche I've, I've kind of cracked into, even though I paint and I draw pretty much anything that inspires me or anything that anybody pays me to do. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw or paint. Uh, but... Um, that's kind of what led me down the path is my own curiosity and of course I've met a lot of great people along the way um, a lot of characters I've talked to a lot of eyewitnesses I've heard a lot of stories um, thus when I bought this place as Mad Matters I had to I, it was on my mind and I remember approaching Pam and I said Pam the original owner I said what would you think if I changed the name to Bigfoot Art Gallery and I kind of flinched I didn't know she'd hit me you know, or, and she looked at me, and she got this big smile on her face, and she said, I think that would be fantastic. And so that's what I did. I just simply changed the name to Bigfoot Art Gallery and uh, kept doing the custom matting and framing. The work kept coming in. But the Bigfoot side of it is really starting to take off, and it's been amazing watching it in just the past year. Um, it's basically getting too much for me to handle almost anymore. So... Um, I might be actually hiring employees here soon. So excellent, uh, yeah. excellent. 
a too much work is is definitely it's on the scale of problems to have. It's a, it's a good problem it's, to have. It's a good problem, I guess. But um, I'm I'm starting to drown in it, so yeah. I, I'm calling for the lifeguards. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> you you said you're starting to see people. I mean, you, you're driving down the road and you see you know if I didn't know this was here and I saw the Bigfoot in the name. I'd have to turn around and come in. Like I, there, <laughs> a lot of people the, do. Yeah, if the place was open, I would be oh, in. Oh, absolutely. And that, so you're seeing a lot of just foot traffic yes, coming a in. Lot of, a lot of people. I actually have people pull in the parking lot, get out, and take pictures, and get back in their car and leave. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> maybe if they look hard, I'm, I'm waving in the window at them. But that, um, that might be somebody that's got a got a got a Bigfoot friend. Yeah. And they're like, hey, look at this place. They're sending well, a picture to. Well, they're intrigued. They drive by, and when I'm working, I have well, my my mat cutting center here is I have a good view of the road. And I see people driving by, and I see people looking all the time, and they st- they're staring. I know they're they're looking at my Bigfoots outside that are lit up, and probably the name Bigfoot Arc. That's what they all do. And they, sure enough, they turn around, they come in here. <laughs> I'm just wondering what this is, and then they walk in, and wow, they're just they're just they can't believe all the weirdness that's in here. But uh, so, have you uh, gotten people coming in off the street with encounters? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's part of the fun. I've gotten a lot of locals, a lot of locals. That have come in and shared their stories with me, um, particularly some of the natives have come in, and those are those are what intrigues me is the ones from the uh, from the bush, um, the berry pickers and whatnot. I've heard some intriguing stories, so um, I knew that would come with it, and that was kind of <laughs> a, it was like, yeah, I know, and, and sure enough, people will come in, and um, they're already their guard is already down, which is nice. They're they're kind of I do get some people come in here and they're kind of like, okay, is this just a gimmicky place? What is this? But then once they talk to me, they realize that they're safe. <laughs> they're talking to a total Bigfoot nerd, you know, and yeah. like, then they start talking. Rah, I know this, blah, blah. So I get to hear all kinds of stories. Um, fascinating, good good quality stories. I actually hope to write a book someday on all some of these stories. I Excellent. Heard, well, I mean, you walk in here and you've got your art, which is chock full of Bigfoot. Yeah. There's there's other art. There's all kind of, there's yep. Alaskana yep. stuff in here. Uh, there's music. You know, I know you're into music. You're a musician. Yep. Uh, love love guitars. Love your your uh, your I've video. Walk and... like Bigfoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, musician. Yeah. I've been playing for a while. I've and got, yeah. So there's a little bit of every everything or anything for everybody in here. I mean, if if you're into music, uh, there's some jewelry. There's you know, absolutely some some uh, Bigfoot. Uh, the mass the. Special, uh, I know you're, you're into special effects and, yeah, and makeup yeah. and, and art and stuff like that. Right. And It's uh, all added to the weirdness and the feel of this place, I think. Uh, uh, the masks are, are a lot of fun. I actually sold, I think I've sold like eight masks now uh, for Halloween last year. Um, <laughs> I, I had a blast. I, I couldn't wait for Halloween. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've always been into this kind of monsters. I, I, when I was a kid, I would draw monsters and I, dinosaurs and everything. Uh, and then being born and raised in Alaska, my parents are kind of like, hey, uh, you think you could draw some mountains or something? <laughs> Maybe a, a bear? Come on, something. You got, no, I'm drawing monsters and dinosaurs. And uh, Anyway, uh, so it's just uh, become like, this is like the Rob store, really. Yeah. It's, everything that I think is cool is here. Yeah, I know. So. It's it's almost like kind of stepping in, if you step into my office at home, yes. I've got, I've got, well, obviously I've got some of your art right, on my wall. Right. And I've got, Batman, yeah, and I've oh, got yeah. Star Wars, sure, and it then, all kind of mingles yeah. together. I'm, I'm, I'm <clears throat> that guy. I've got my original Chewbacca mask on display here. I bought in 1977. 
I've got a Rick Baker who anybody who knows makeup or special effects knows who Rick Baker is. Um, he's multi-academy award-winning makeup artist. I've got one of his Cro-Magnon Man masks. Um, other special effects guys, I've, I just kind of collect them, but here they're on display. They, they do, it, now I know why I bought them all. It's like, <laughs> wow. Um, I remember the day I, I, I realized, well, I need to bring these things in here. Because all these were in my home, like you were saying, and your, your, my studio was full of this stuff. But I transitioned it all into here, and it was perfect. It just, wow, people yeah. love it. And not only do you have the great art and other stuff, you also have some actual Bigfoot evidence here. Absolutely. And it wouldn't be the Bigfoot art gallery. We're going we're gonna to talk about it, but we're going to save the... We're going to save the story for the oh, next episode. Yes, yeah, that's that's too much right but, there. But we're going to bring it up. We've got, well, tell us what we've got over here on the table. Well, what we have over here are a couple of, of uh, authentic uh, well, Sasquatch prints, um, both taken from the same property um, out at, by the Kenai Peninsula. I like to call it Area A. Area A. Yes, the mysterious area. That will be the name of the next episode. Is area, Robin Beans Talk Area A. That's right. It's, yeah. Uh, Hopefully the men in black won't come and knock the door down. But um, anyway, yeah, I've got I've got a couple of prints that came from that property over there, both a year apart. One was done in plaster. One was done with, with um, spray insulation. Um, great stories behind both of them. So it's it's interesting. Anybody comes in, I can talk about that. Um, I've got my new audio board here, which is brand new. Um, we're still working on it. It's a blast. Um, I've got eight samples of audio that we've recorded out in area a um that have been pretty much i can say been authenticated by a few professionals in the in the field a few audio professionals so we're pretty excited about that um it's an interesting place but uh, uh so i do have some some real stuff going on in here um, i know and, it, and it's it's just it's like i said it's the bigfoot mecca in alaska it, 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 I, <clears throat> I can't believe it is but it is it's really strange to think i'm the only Bigfoot themed store in this entire state. That's really weird. It just seems, especially after you come from Washington or Oregon, I mean, there's Bigfoot everything down there. Um, but here too, it's like I got tired of, you know, we have Brown Bear Cafe, Moose Nugget this, Goose this. Come on, we need Bigfoot. We need Bigfoot up here. I saw a meme the other day. It was on some Alaska site. I wish I could remember what it was. I would because I would have shared it on Alaskwatch's page. Right. But it was the Alaskan Business Name Generator. Oh. And wow. it was like three, um, three. Uh, it was like a menu. Right. And you had you know like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, you had this A section, B section, right. C section, and it was just like, you know, brown bear, puffin, you right. know. Uh, you know, tundra, you know, right. Alaskan, yeah. and then, and then you the had like, yeah, stuff. and then in the middle you would have like, you know, uh, bistro or, you know, you know, whatever. It was hilarious because you right. could literally go through there and pick just randomly, right. pick names from any of those uh, categories, right. and it would sound like a legitimate Alaska business. Right. And, yeah. and it usually involves <laughs> bear, moose, or puffins or something, but <clears throat> no Bigfoots. So, yeah. It's 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 unique. It's it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and uh, I, I'm. It's just it's been a joy to experience it all. It's been a lot of work, but uh, it's been fun. Yeah. So I mean, what's your your ultimate like plan uh, as far as the Bigfoot side of things? Do you want to go more 
into uh, do you like collecting uh, stories? Do you maybe want to start uh, documenting them in some way? Like maybe a little station where people can come in and either write their story down or maybe videotape you know, it or something like that's that? That's a fantastic idea, and I have, I have thought about that. I've thought about putting a map up here of just the state of Alaska and having people push pin um, that, certainly. Um, I've thought about starting to record, actually asking some of these people that tell me these stories to get it on tape because I've heard so many, some of them are really good. And as time goes by and I just keep talking, it's like I am finding I start losing some of those details. It's like, ah, but these people come in again. So I have, they're like recurring customers. Um, there's been a couple good ones. Uh, I hope to do that. One day I'd like to write, write a book about some of these, some of these Alaska stories. Kind of like the Bigfoot equivalent to the Alaska Bear Tales. Yeah. But yeah. the Alaska Bigfoot Tales. Yeah. Um, I have my little hopes and dreams someday of releasing my art in a really big Bigfoot book. The coffee table book? Yeah, that's what I want. No, oh, no, I remember say. you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, won't, I won't spoil it, but it sounds yeah, really cool. accompanied by the really big Bigfoot coloring. Oh, I shouldn't even say that. I, uh, <laughs> that's my idea, people. Nobody steal that. But anyway, I do have, I have your book for sale here, too. Oh, that's right. I have a couple of my, my books. My children's book is usually here. Uh, I'm sold out right now. I've got a Bigfoot journal that I did the cover for. That's really I got to give you a copy. Yeah. It's nothing but a Bigfoot journal, really, just like notes and stuff. It's really cool. But uh, uh, yeah, it's there's always I have actually <laughs> I've actually turned a lot of these local artists that I sell their work. I've convinced them to draw Bigfoot, which they've never done in the past, and they all say, "Rob, I'd like to sell some my draw one with Bigfoot," and they look at me, "What?" I'm not kidding. Draw something with Bigfoot on it. It'll sell. No way. Sure. They bring it in here. Bam. It sells. I, so, I agree with you. I've seen people post art. You know, they'll they'll post something on Facebook. Yeah. And they'll be like, not even, I mean, not even, I mean, your Bigfoots are big. They're right, in there. Right. But this will be like a little hidden Bigfoot in a, sure, in, in sure. a uh, landscape or something. Right. And people will be like. I'll give you $100 for that right now or, yep, you know, yep. stuff like that. So there's a lot of that going on here, and it's kind of exciting because a lot of artists, they come in, and, and like you said, I had one artist had this beautiful, quaint little uh, original oil of, of the forest and a little creek, and I didn't even see it at first, and he, he's wanted to sell it in here, and I know him. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could sell that in here. And he says, well, you should. There's a little Bigfoot in the woods. And I'm like, what? I looked, and sure enough, there was a, there was a Bigfoot. You couldn't really see him. <laughs> And I'll be darned, that thing didn't sell. Um, a cargo pilot bought it. So, unbelievable. You know, it, it's just, you'll never know. You never know what you find here, but it is, there's some unique items in here for sure. So I know <clears throat> the piece the piece that I bought from you, that you did, the, yep. the patty uh, yep. piece, it's amazing. And I've seen the, the companion piece to that, the face, uh, yes. the portrait. Yeah. I have actually seen that online where people claim that's a still... From the film, from the Patterson yes. Giblin film. Yes. And if that's not a compliment. It is a compliment. It, it is. I saw one recently, and, and the whole thread, it was my, my the face, like you said, and they were talking, and one person asked if it was M.K. Davis that had frozen that frame and did something to it. And <laughs> I usually don't say anything, but I did. I, I, I don't, I, it must have been a site I, on Facebook or something that I'm a part of, but I did say, I said, no, it's actually mine. But it was really nice about it. Um, and then MK actually said, yep, that, I had nothing to do with that. It's all Rob Roy. <laughs> and we both kind of said, hey, MK. And he said, hey, Rob. We, you know, cross paths once in a while. But I, I respect what he does and he respects what I do. So it, it was all good. But. Se several times I have 
pointed people uh-huh. in the direction. There'll be, I, I maybe even that one or something similar I've uh-huh. seen posted and. It seems like they're cropped to where your name's not on there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of that and, going on. And somebody, oh, will, sure. somebody will say something about it, or they'll be like, man, that looks a lot like the one I saw. Who drew that? And I, yeah. I'm, every time I see anybody uh-huh. questioning, I'm like, that's that's Rob Roy. Yeah, there's a <clears> lot. <throat> I mean, of course, I, let, I have my Bigfoot Art Gallery Facebook page. I have a website, too, under the same name. But once I started doing that, it really started. People were just stealing stuff left and right, which is... You know, it's okay. The real legitimate ones actually do contact me and, and offer to pay, or at least they ask if they can use it. Um, but there is there is a lot of that going on. Yeah, and I know, I mean, I'm not an artist. Well, I mean, I'm a writer, so I guess yeah. maybe kind of. But I know eventually the stories that are in, because there's some stuff in my book, my Port Chatham book, that's not, right. it's not out there in public. And I know it's only a matter of time before it is. Somebody's going to take it out of the book and they're going to post it online. Right. And it's going to be out there for yep. everybody. And then it's legend. And, yeah. You know, and then so. all, everything kind of spawns off of it. But um, speaking of legends, Ron Moorhead came in here. I was going to bring day. that up. Yeah, I figured that's a good transition. <clears throat> that, right I was. There. So, no crap, there I was scrolling through uh, Facebook or yeah. Instagram, whichever one it was. And I see, obviously, I've been in here before. Yeah, you've I re- been in here. I recognize the yeah, shop. Yeah. And I see Ron Moorhead, who I've I've seen speak at conferences, and I'm I've not, I don't think I've ever sat down and met him face to face, but I know the man. I've right, seen him speak. Right. And I'm like, that's Ron Moorhead. That's <laughs> that's Rob's shop. Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> Your whole world explodes. <laughs> yeah, that was awfully exciting for me. That was, uh, you know, it's like a rock star coming into the. The land of, of, of me, you know, my little humble store, and he comes in here. Uh, he has a, he has a relative here and in, in, lives in Chugiak. So, um, but he was he was in Homer, Alaska, your home, and he was doing he was filming some shoot there as usual. Um, he was here for one day, um, and he was going to stay with his cousin, and then leaving the next morning to speak at a conference. So I was very humbled that he took the time <laughs> to come out here. Um, Shane Land, who is also a friend of mine, he's an author too, wonderful guy, um, brought him out here and we basically just for about an hour just kind of talked and laughed and joked and um, it was very, you know, small towny thing. You know, he, he, I think he actually enjoyed himself. So um, I've never met him. I don't, I, I've never been to any of these conferences down south, yeah. um, which is odd because a lot of people know who I am. Um, I guess I just remain I, I, I promise you. If you if you went to some of the maybe some of the bigger ones, yeah, you could pay for your way there and back, and I maybe would make a love little extra. To. I, I really the Ohio <clears throat> Bigfoot conference. I've been wanting to go to that one. There's a there's a bunch others. Um, I would love to go to, yeah. um, but unfortunately, I own this store and it owns me <laughs> now. So until I get some employees in here, or can teach banjo how to how to cut mats, you know, uh, you won't work for me, so I can't. If it wasn't a six-hour commute, I would totally do it. Although I am probably like the least artistic person you'll ever oh, meet. You, oh, yeah. Well, it's not brain surgery. I'll tell you that. It's okay. We well, yeah. But anyway, we do good work here. But yeah. So yeah, I, I couldn't believe that Rob Ron Moorhead was yeah was Ron that Moorhead. Show? So he comes in here, and it's like it is. It's like kind of I was trying to, you know. Oh my God, I'm trying to contain myself. But I calmed down right away. He came in here and it felt we felt very relaxed and and we had some interesting conversations. You know, Ron, he's he's got some interesting theories. And he, he likes to go into the whole kind of uh, oh, what do you call it? 
you know, the, yeah. the vibrations and sounds. He's, he's got the, the book, uh, Quantum Bigfoot. Yeah, so, so very, yeah. very deep, interesting stuff. And I did, I, this is going to sound crazy, but um, I was telling you earlier, I just heard from a friend that they heard uh, that the Sasquatch, this is crazy, but he's, they say that they like to eat quartz, yeah, like his rock. And I said, that's crazy. What would eat a rock? What's Anyway, I heard that. So when Ron was here, he was talking this, this kind of deep stuff like that. And I said, Ron, have you ever heard of a Sasquatch of them eating quartz? And, you know, I thought I'd get the typical reaction I got from anyone I would ask that to, which is laughter. Um, but he looked at me, and he says, huh, quartz, that actually makes sense, the gold. And I was like, wow, <laughs> wow, that's Ron Moorhead. I mean, that's awesome. He just, man, he was on it. And I was like, wow, this guy. Yeah. He's done a lot of thinking about this and, you know, research and whatnot about that aspect of it. But that's a whole different area right there. But it was so exciting to see him. And uh, uh, who knows? I, I, this place, you know, Alaska, a lot of people come up here. So Yeah, I mean, um, you never know who's going to walk through the door that's next. That's right. And I get, a, you know, I got customers coming here all the time. I'm surprised nobody's knocked on the door. We have the place locked right now. Um, but nobody's come in knocking, so that's good. But uh, yeah, it's a busy place. Yeah, one of these days, uh, who knows? Gonna who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll get even uh, a Sasquatch himself walking in here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they might see Big George sticking out of the wall Big right there. Big George, yeah, yeah, he actually is. He, he's, I pay him to stand still. Yeah. So you're gonna have to check out our video to get eye, get eyes on Big George. Yeah, I know we mentioned Big George, but he is really cool. Yeah, he is really cool. Jeff Irvin did a good job, buddy. Little shout out to him. He's the guy that made him. Is that is he the guy that did Big Fur, or is that a different guy? No, that's a different guy. Okay. Um, uh, Jeff has made. This was the second one he made. The first one he made, it was like I saw it and I was like, that's it. That's what I want in my gallery. So I contacted him on Facebook. Now we're friends. Um, I'm hoping he comes up here. But he made Big George for me. That's number two that he's made. Now he's he's got a business out of Bigfoot taxidermy is what he calls it. So uh, good for him. But I love it. People, that's my selfie station. People love Big George. Um, I hope to get a, like a full size. I want to actually build one. Um, God, I'd love to have that big fur one in here. That would be <laughs> awesome. Um, but someday, someday, it's getting there. Yeah. Little time. So, back to your art a little bit. Um, you know, I know we were talking a few days ago when we were in Area A, and you were kind of um, expressing to me how your goal is to have a sighting so you can draw what you see. Yeah, yeah. And, yep, you know, mo most researchers, you know, you, you get the, well, I want to, you know, they're either after the next PG film or picture yeah, or right. DNA evidence or something. And I think yours is one of the most unique responses I've heard as to where, well, I just want to see it so I can draw it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's basically my humble little goal. I'm not in it for anything other than I want to know what they look like. Of course, my drawings, I've been drawing for my witness, but I've never seen one. I expect if I do see one, I'm open area A. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> it might, you know, who knows? But if I do... I kind of expect to be wrong. I mean, there's got to be something uh, unique about I, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm doing my best. But uh, I get all kinds of comments and people from Eyewitness Hall. Oh, their eyes are a little bigger or this or that and that. It's really hard to do for when there's you haven't seen something versus if I've, I see a picture of, of, of a brown bear or a, uh, a beaver or a woodpecker or whatever it is. I, I have something to reference everything. I can draw it. I know the anatomy. But this is something totally new. 
Um, unless someone can show me, you know, a picture besides Patty or something credible, I'm just going by what people describe to me. And yeah. uh, so when I do, if if I do see one, that that is what I want to. Have you on. have you ever um, had any kind of uh, like a sketch artist training or? You know, like, I don't think police really use sketch artists anymore, per se. I think a lot of it's done through computer programs yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, I know in my time during law enforcement, you know, we never really used, uh, of course, I work for a really small department, so we didn't right, have the resources. Right. But, uh, you know, I never used a sketch artist or never, like, worked with one. Right. Uh, but have you ever had any kind of experience with anything like that? Well, in a way, yes. I did do forensics for 10 years before the FAA. Uh, prior to that, I uh, when I was in an art college, now we would draw, we would take anatomy, we would drive, uh, draw from live, you know, live people would come in and undress and do all kinds of stuff. We drive from, draw from them. Um, one of my, one of my first forensic jobs that I ever did um, uh, back in night. This is 1988. This is much before computers were really the tool they are. I had an opportunity about a month before I graduated from art college. Uh, the local cable company bought a new computer system. And, and they needed a graphic artist to build these, these full-screen pages. It's pretty much like a PowerPoint presentation for television. So they had a, a, a dedicated channel that just played these full-screen ads, but they needed someone to build the ads. So they came into my art school, and they asked the, the administrators, who, who would you have that might be? So they chose me. Woohoo! <laughs> so that's how I got into computers. So that was 1988, and... Uh, it was a really cool system. It was like, you know, computers were not, they were like black and white monitors, a lot of typing. There was no create, no drawing. There was no color. There was nothing. Pre-Windows. It was terrible. <laughs> and I thought, what on earth? And they so go over to their little shop and, and they showed me what I'd be doing. And sure enough, they had this paint box is what they called it. And they had a cordless pen and they had a little airbrush function. Anyway, so I learned, oh, wow, you can draw with a computer. So that's what got me into the computer field. So during that time, I had one job that, that came up where a bank robber, a local, this was in Medford, Oregon back in 88, uh, a bank robber robbed the bank, and from the time he robbed the bank, by the time he was shot dead in the back alley, was five minutes. <laughs> so he had no ID, nothing, and they laid it into him. They, they surrounded him, and he went for a gun, and they shot him. Anyway, so the police approached my uh, boss, and wanted to know if I could fix the holes in this guy's face and put him on the advertising channel. Have you seen this man? Because they didn't know who he was. And they said, oh, yeah, Rob. So they brought me into this meeting. And like, oh, I'm sitting down with these police officers. I'm like, oh, okay. And they're <laughs> like, so and they, they slide this folder. It was very, and men in black, right? They slide this folder to me, and they're like explaining to me the bank robber. I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard about that. Wow, that's actually my bank. <laughs> and, uh, oh, well, we don't know who the guy is, but we're wondering if your little computer program, and they open the folder, and there's this picture of this guy's face, right? I'm like, ooh. I'm like, hmm. I didn't say that. I was very professional, and I looked at it. And, okay, so guy's face was kind of, you know, had some bullet holes in it, but it wasn't, it wasn't bloody. It was really odd. It was, they were very clean. It's like they cleaned him up or something. But it's like one of his eyes was kind of off, like a chameleon. You know, kind of, so that, they wanted me to clean it up. And so that was my kind of first forensic job, really. And then we did, I did it. I made him look as good as I can. And in the end, the, the police, or my management, Cook Cablevision, decided not to do it. They thought it was in poor taste. 
So anyway, that was my first forensic job. Cool. <laughs> Patching a guy shot up. So there you go. You just realized so somebody somewhere is listening to this and going, these guys work for the government. They're trying to cover up Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, boom. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a knock here anytime. So, yeah, but it's it's interesting, yeah, definitely. But as far as the forensic thing, I've always drawn, I like to draw for my witnesses. I started doing that in the 90s, and I spent a lot of my time doing that. And it, to, to find them, though, was a little, a little harder then. You know, you, you didn't have the easy Facebook this and that back then. Um but it was more, you know, you had phone call people, email, wait. You had to do a lot of waiting. But once you got a good eyewitness, it was it was worth it for me to draw. So have you seen a difference in descriptions for, between geographical areas? Like, would you say that you say maybe the ones in Washington and Oregon area have maybe different noses or eyes or something than maybe some of the ones you hear about up here in Alaska? It does seem that way. It seems like it does seem... The ones in Alaska seem, I would say, a little more, I don't know, it seems like there's certain kinds of them. I haven't really, you know, I can't really say what it is, but there are some unique features, I think. I would have to, well, I would, and my personal opinion is they probably, like, look as distinctive as you and me. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe. I think they're all unique as individuals, yeah. but then again, like, like you know, North American black bear, and then you go down to, like, the Florida black bear. They're kind of a little different. They're just because of their environment. I think the ones in Alaska, kind of like the Kodiak brown bears, are just maybe they're bigger, they're more hardy because our environments kind of you know have, makes them more hardy. Yeah. Maybe the ones in Washington, Oregon, are a little softer because they you know got a little easier. You know, <laughs> then you go down to Florida and the swamp apes. Um, it seems like they're they adapt a little bit, which may change them over time. Yeah. In a, I think the ones down south bit. are just mad all the time because it's so damn hot down there. Yeah, I think so too. And I they, would be. And they live in the swamp. <laughs> Yeah, live in a swamp. Heck, I'd run through a swamp of snakes. Whew, 100 degrees. All right. Well, we're going on a half hour here, so um, tell us about the Bigfoot Art Gallery. How can people check it out? Well, if you're in Palmer, certainly come out to Palmer, Alaska. It's it's about, what, 40 miles outside of Anchorage, which is a big mecca of Alaska, the biggest city. But Palmer's a sleepy little town out here. It's where the fairgrounds are. Um, I'm located out here. I'm usually open uh, open Tuesdays through Saturdays. Um and you can also visit my Facebook page called Bigfoot Art Gallery. Or my website is www.bigfootartgallery.com. And you can browse around and look around. But really, this is just kind of my retirement program, Excellent. I guess. And take a look around, people. If you see something you like, you know. Oh, yeah. We can... it's, it's definitely a, an interesting place, yeah. whether you're into Bigfoot or not. Um, I've got Alaskana stuff. I've got antiques in here. Um, everything's got a little story in here. It's kind of funny. Um, but it, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. And anybody that comes up here, if you land in Anchorage and you're going up to Denali, you're going to come right through by this way. Right. So you can swing, you can't swing by. Palmer. It's a sleepy little town you got to see. Yeah. Actually, yeah. there's a little bit more here than I thought. I actually yeah. came the back way this time. Oh, and you'll have to see the muskox farm. There's, there's a lot more back that way than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a lot around here. Yeah. But. I, I've, this is probably the most time I've ever spent in Palmer. Usually I just go through Wasilla. Oh, usually, yeah. Usually it's just to get through. Yep. But, yeah, there's it's a lot a, here. Yeah, it's a great little place. Small town. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I've been speaking with Rob Roy Menzies of the Bigfoot Art Gallery in Palmer, and we hope that you guys will check him out on social media. And then if you ever swing by, come check it out in person. You will not be disappointed. Check out the companion video that's going to go along with this podcast, and uh, you'll get a little tour of the store.
All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.